Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It seems like the me that is really me that was being held back by the eye that I am is coming out all over my face. It's time for Must Have Seen TV, the podcast dedicated to the sitcoms of the 20th century from I Love Lucifer News Radio. I'm your TV guide, Brett White, who is sometimes a drag queen named Barbara Hardly. Not today. I am uh, un masculine. <laughs> That's the Spanish word for masculine? I don't know. Uh, and say hello to the um, goober without a beard, to my goober with a beard, Ethan K. Hello, Ethan. What's hello, shaking? Brett. Hello, What's Brett, going on? a.k.a. goober without a beard. Hey. Wait, no, I'm goober with a beard. Let's oh, you're okay. Yeah, it's true. You have facial hair. I am clean shaven as of last night. I uh, I decided that let's get rid of the beard because I can't grow a beard. I, I'm terrible at growing beards. I can play oh. the bass, the drums, the keyboards. I can write music. I can, you know, write ads. I cannot grow a goddamn beard. I can grow a beard. Yeah, that's sure. true. Um, but uh, yeah, what's going on? Um. Let's get into uh, begging for comments and begging for interaction. The most fun <laughs> part of every episode. But um, I uh, have taken um, uh, taken in. I've, I've done work on the YouTube page. Uh, <laughs> I discovered or oh, I added in credits or like the things at the end that say, please click on these other things we've done. So I've done that. To oh, all the videos now have. All. so you know I'm, I'm i'm trying to pay attention i got the playlist up to date um i added uh, uh thumbnail art to the live webster episode because before it didn't have thumbnail art so it didn't have a lot of hits uh, i well, will admit now that the the midnight recording of webster where we actually did have people tuned in and watching and listening to us uh it was kind of it gets hidden on the youtube page because it's up in the live folder rather than the yeah. uh, the regular episode folder but it should now be in the playlist of all the must have seen tv episodes so it should so be so if you want to chill at work if you're just doing some you know admin some office Although, work you can just play them all listen uh, if you're going to watch that webster episode you might want to put in ear earplugs because we there's a lot of talk of 12 year olds having sex in that episode <laughs> Oh, I remember that because that was the like Webster's having a co-ed sleepover and his parents are all of a sudden his adoptive parents are convinced Webster's going to become sexually active that night. <laughs> it's wild. <laughs> now, Brett, now they're going to have to listen with to this episode with headphones. Oh, no. Um, so that's, <laughs> you know. That's but yeah. That's it, it, what you said is true, though. We love interaction. I will talk to you. Brett will talk to you. Bart will talk to you. Uh, yeah, talk definitely. To, hit, us up on, hit us up on YouTube, on our Instagrams. Um, I don't really check the Instagram page for the show that much because I don't have access to it. Because Oh, no, the- I should give you access because you're actually on Instagram. <laughs> I'm on more. Instagram. Because usually I will uh, be, I will get depressed and be like, let me just not interact with anyone for a weekend. And that isn't good if you're trying to foster a community online. Uh (laughs) And what do I do online? I post pictures of my cats. I post pictures of weird things I find, animals in the yard. And suddenly my stories on Instagram have now become either really dark memes 
or mm-hmm. extremely anarchist uh, pro-union stuff. Cool. Well, exactly. Um, yeah. So as long as we keep our depression schedules like in <laughs> in in sync to where they don't overlap, we'll have a constant Instagram monitoring. I don't know. Well, I, I have to say the, the reason that we're recording this a little late is because I went to D- Walt Disney World in All Florida. Right. And had a great time dressed up for the Halloween party. I was vacation Santa. People were taking pictures with me. Believe it or not, Megan had the much, much better costume. She took a a bike helmet, painted it black, stuck two large round LED lights on it, got in a black, just a black T-shirt and pants, threw two uh, shawls over that and a shawl over the, uh, the bike helmet like a big veil and stuck two black ostrich feathers. And she was Mothman. And believe it or not, (laughs) the kids loved vacation Santa and the adults really, really loved the Mothman. We all know we all went through a Mothman phase, right? When Mothman prophecies came out. It was a great film. I haven't read the book. I haven't been to the museum, but people at Walt Disney World had read the book, seen the movie, been to the museum and told us we had such a good time. Oh, until (laughs) Megan got COVID. Oh, yeah. You know, hey, that's still (laughs) out there. Get your new vaccines, which I still have not done. Um, It is is out there. It is it is getting people right and left. Uh, and in charge, chunky yet funky. COVID isn't going nowhere now. Uh, what are you we what are you here. watching we got we're, we're we just finished the haunting of bly manor oh my god jesus christ taking me back <laughs> the emotions i had holy fuck such a great show oh god uh, it's on netflix it is the second of the mike flanagan uh haunting series that he yeah, did for, and then uh, midnight mass which i loved as much Maybe more. I don't know. Like, God, I have to watch that by myself because the something in the first episode kind of triggered Megan a little bit. She didn't like so she says, I don't want to watch the rest of the show. But Um, we are watching Midnight Club now. Okay, yeah. Which is the other Mike Flanagan. I'm going to say Midnight Mass of the three Mike Flanagan's I've seen, which is um, uh, was the first one. The Haunting of uh, Hill House. Hill House, yeah. I think of the of the first three, I think Midnight Mass is the most uh, emotionally intense and, like, existentially fucked up. <laughs> so, it makes no, I'm gonna, sense. So, Megan has to go away to San Francisco for work in a couple weeks, and I think I might watch either that or White House Plumbers. I, I never oh, yeah, that sounds good. But we've been on a Mike Flanagan kick after finishing Haunting of Bly Manor, so we watched Doctor Sleep. Uh, we're watching Midnight Club and we'll, we'll you know, uh, uh, Fall of the House of Usher is coming out. And I want right. to say three weeks, maybe less. Yeah. I got them. Screeners uh, but what about I you? What, are you? what are you watching? What are you? Let's, let, more importantly, what are you enjoying? Oh, God. Well, that's a whole different uh, can of can of six. Kill um, <laughs> uh, me. There's so much stuff that you are watching that you, you're like, oh my god, it's a romantic comedy where the guy's a farmer and the girl raises eagles, and I fucking hate it. But oh, like- that's. I mean, that's the you know. Well, uh, I watched a good. I watched a good Hallmark movie for work, um, but it starred uh, God Tamara Maori. Oh, right. Uh, and I mean, it was cool. It was like set in Ireland and she was a concert violinist who had moved to Ireland to teach, uh, be a choir director at a prep school. But the house that she moved in uh, was the house of a famous composer who had died years earlier and his ghost was still there. And his ghost was like, hey, I didn't actually murder my wife. I uh, was murdered. Can you please solve my murder? And the and the ghost was played by an older well, older being like 50s um, Irish scamp. And it was really fun. It was really and it was actually like it's uh, like shot. Well, that's the thing about Hallmark movies is they were it's weird. They've gotten fun to watch because they're actually ambitious comparatively. Like they're starting and to so sound like, like it a, is a like ghost. Yeah. Oh, there's also a movie coming out called um, Three Bed, Two Bath, One Ghost. Oh. 
which I'm very excited to watch. That's going to um, be fun. So like, you know, five years ago, it was fun watching Hallmark movies because they were awful and therefore yeah. amazing. And now they're actually ambitious. And so therefore, like, I don't like it. The enjoyment is very confusing at times. But um, that. Am do I enjoy anything anymore? Who knows? Uh, Books. <laughs> I've been reading a lot of. Well, mostly because I've been trying to. I I I've uh, haven't read uh, new Marvel comics in what I learned was a year. So uh, I have read probably over a hundred comics in the past week from the past year. Um, and uh uh scarlet witch series is really fun that's been good um it introduced darcy yes love a darcy god what else have i uh uh i've just read a lot of dark web there were there were just so many dark web times and i keep coming across them and i'm like okay well we're going back into this crossover again uh it's fine um people don't know what i'm talking about <laughs> so we should probably talk about things people do know about which uh, is which is the andy griffin, the griffin show. show because this week we'll be traveling to december 19th 1966 lord i wish i could travel to december 19th 1966 murderers row rolled the box office winchester cathedral not by clinic but by the new vaudeville band top the charts and cbs aired the andy griffith show so goober makes history ethan you must have seen goober makes history before today no but i want to kind no i haven't seen this one we actually haven't seen a, a andy griffith show in color yet no um but i do want to kind of like throw out like a new idea when we're talking about history like goober making history oh. i would like to point out something that happened on that date in history Ooh. and i want to keep doing that through through the rest of these the the future episodes you and tell me about it while i drink a pepsi zero sugar <laughs> i just realized uh, it's very good garth over here i have to look up uh, all these the, you know all, all these the background things about episodes i'm like what happened december 19th 1966 that was the day that the UN endorsed the outer space treaty saying that no one owns outer space Oh, work. Yeah. So there are probably a couple of people watching this episode of Andy Griffith with that fresh on their mind. There are probably people who voted on this at the UN, went back to their hotel room or their, their embassy. This episode. It's like, my God, I'd love to watch some of that Andy Griffith show that the Americans have. The Americans have the Andy Griffith. Blah. <laughs> Because they're all vampires. Oh, God. <laughs> vampires at the same day ratified the Outer Space Treaty. Uh, well, you know, because um, they shot the um bewitched pilot on the day that JFK was assassinated. Ooh, so there's like, you know, yeah, this is important. Uh, yeah. thing. you know, what mindset were people in when this aired? I so like, you know, in terms of so we've talked about Andy, we've talked about Andy Griffith before. Yeah, I think it was the loaded goat or what was it called explosive it was goat? the loaded goat it was the, the goat that goat. ate the dynamite and they were afraid it was going to explode which I'm is say, really it was a good episode i know i'm gonna say different vibes i honestly feel like the loss of don knots does it, it, it there's there's just an energy that don knots has that he brings that when he's gone you notice it i do think they they you know compensated a little bit I th uh, I think that because I was thinking about this too is that this was a show that probably went I want to say two to three seasons past where it should have ended. Although this was its most watched season, and because oh because we're doing the most watched sitcom of the '60s, which is the Andy Griffith Show, and it's like seventh and eighth seasons were the most watched, which is wild, and that makes sense because. It really it got the trajectory really from immediately mm. from the beginning. It was very popular. And so first you lose Gomer Pyle. Gomer Pyle is a fan favorite. Baby. He gets the spinoff. Um, after five what? years, Don maybe oh. one of the first homosexuals to have their own show, although you know, Gomer wasn't gay. Actually, I don't know. I haven't really seen many Gomer episodes. Maybe he was queer coded. But I mean, Next Jim year, Neighbor is a homosexual man, got his own show. Yeah. Uh, so anyway. 
after the first season, they lose Gomer Pyle. He goes into the military. Um, after the fifth season, Don Knotts says, I don't want to re-up my contract. He thinks he was told, you're going to sign a five-year contract. We think the show's going to go five years. He says, good. He is the absolute star. He steals the spotlight from Andy for five seasons. He doesn't want to come back for the sixth. So he leaves. We suddenly elevate Goober up to a much more visible character. This is especially where it's happening. Goober is the focus of this episode. He's the focus of a lot of these episodes later on. And we also get more of Floyd the Barber. Oh, right. And I wanted to do this episode because I hadn't seen a Floyd the Barber episode before. Um, And the story about this was that Howard McNear, who played Floyd, uh, was not the first Floyd. In the first episode, there's a different man playing Floyd, and then he disappears. Um, He, Howard McNear, does the first season up until 1963, Mm -hmm. then where he has a stroke. Mm -hmm. He recovers for about a year. And he says, I want to put him back to work. I want I want him, you know, earning money. Let's accommodate him. And what I think is the most heart, one of the most heartwarming things you can do for someone who's a working actor. Uh, he was in Anatomy of a Murder. He was in The Fortune Cookie. Uh, he was in The Errand Boy with Jerry Lewis. Did movies. He did TV. And suddenly he couldn't work. So... Andy says, let's get you back on the set and we're going to shoot as many scenes as we can of you sitting down. So you'll see here in many episodes, he's in a chair. Um, He can't move his left arm. The the left side of his body isn't working very well. So he'll he'll be holding things in his left hand, but not gesturing with it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And even scenes where he has to stand up because he's a barber, he's 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 usually standing next to someone, they have a special chair built that looks like he's standing. And I think oh. this is just a very heartwarming story. And then he continues until, so then Floyd. He's leaves. in like 80 episodes. Yeah. And then he leaves at season seven and they go on to season eight. So, so many of the cast, like these big, you know, Don Knotts and mm-hmm. Jim neighbors and Floyd, the barber, they all just leave the show. I mean, it's kind of like The Office where it's just like, oh, wait, Steve Carell left. Yeah, we're still going. We're still going. <laughs> well, because, I mean, then Andy Griffith leaves and they're like, well, now it's Mayberry RFD with the super sexy Kim Barry as the lead. I knew you'd say that. Yeah, uh, Kim Barry is very attractive. Everyone, two things everyone needs to look up. One, videos of Kim Barry tap dancing in the 1960s. Uh, holy crap. And two, Videos of fucking Charo playing the flamenco guitar, playing oh flamenco gosh, on the guitar. So good. Uh, yeah, if you only you know Charo from modern appearances on Drag Races, where she's essentially just coochie coochie. Uh, mm-hmm. Holy crap! We discovered this last night, and it blew our minds. <laughs> she's incredible. She, I remember she was she'd be doing a lot of um, back in the day, and even now talk show appearances where they'd ask her about, Oh, what shows you're doing? And she's, you know, Gucci, Gucci. and then they, they, they throw a guitar at her and she's, she's so good. She might be one of the best guitarists to ever live. And it is Charo. Like, uh, it's Charo. just, wild. I, yeah. So please check that out. Um, so that's all the background we have for the moment. <laughs> yeah. We'll I mean, I never watched a color. I mean, I've seen Hayden Rourke's episode of Andy Griffith show, which he did right before Jeannie started was a color episode. So I've seen that one. And I think that honestly, every other episode of Andy Griffith that I've actually paid attention to, I've talked about on this podcast and yeah. the Christmas episode, which I don't think we've actually done on the podcast, but it is phenomenal. Um, this week on Mustang TV, we're talking about the Andy Griffith show. Goober makes history. It's the 14th episode of season seven. and was written by John L. Green and Paul David and directed by Lee Phillips. Here's how Paramount Plus describes the episode. Inarticulate Goober grows a beard and suddenly turns into a verbose philosopher. Uh, Ethan, how accurate is that description? Thousand percent. You're yeah. totally right. That's what happens. Now, I yeah. reading this initially, I thought he grows a beard and he starts spouting bullshit. He's just like, oh, you know, this the sky is green because 
Uh, people don't understand the color <laughs> blue or like, like just, you know, nonsense. But I do think that he actually gets very articulate and yeah. he seems to know a lot, which betrays his character as a no nothing country bumpkin as he's been presented through the whole show. Yeah. Um, oh, but anyway, yeah. I'm jumping. Well, so like, was, so the episode, you know, first of all, it starts with a theme song. You got your whistling. You got going to the water and hole. It's little Ronnie Howard. Um, and then the first scene of the episode is at uh, the home with Aunt B and uh, little Ronnie Howard, Opie and Andy, because Andy is fully in a suit, buffing his shoes because he's going to like an adult continuing education course, a night course. Yeah, because he is he is the sheriff. And this is something that is very upstanding and wholesome in the tiny town of Mayberry, North Carolina. That he wants to get a he wants to further his education in the humanities by taking an American history class. Yeah. And it's really I mean, I do appreciate that he is like, well, this is the other thing is like when he goes to the class, everyone's wearing a suit. And I'm like, I, you know, I enjoy these. <laughs> this. If you're going I, outside, you better be presentable. I will point <laughs> out that I had a class yesterday uh, for my grad program and I wore this same shirt. Yeah. Uh, so Opie, Opie is kind of ribbing his dad a little bit. I mean, like later, when, like a second when Andy leaves, he's like, hey, dad, who signs your report card? Me or Aunt B? <laughs> and then Andy smacked him in the head so goddamn like, hard. Sh- shut up, boy. That's, but he didn't no, do that. No, they live because- in a version of the South that is so like kind and uh, of- not like, toxic this- in any way. No, a lot of people look at the show as like a throwback to like the 1930s where where mm. none of none of the real problems that affect the 19 late 1960s really seep into this no, tiny town. It's just a nice little nice little uh, oasis. Uh, it's go- real. Yeah. Goober shows up as well. He's also, yeah. And he's also he's dressed- also taken the and he's also. He so like this is where my like suit. So it's weird because so like Goober is wearing a like plaid suit with wide lapels, which is more to actually like my taste, even though it is presented here as the like Goober is wearing a goofy ass suit. That's old. It's probably from 1949, you know, like and then Andy's wearing a modern like 60s, probably sack suit with like a thinner collar and just like it has no shape to it. Um Etc. That man. <laughs> you should. Know it is wild. Wow. You can. You can. You can tell. Like it's like width of lapel is what decade you're in because it just is like a an accordion going back and forth of like how wide it is. It just swings. <laughs> well, uh, Goober does have a good line about why he's going. He says, uh, "Well, someone can be too stupid, but you can't be too smart." And uh, well, that's why be he careful wants to go- what you wish for, motherfucker. Because <laughs> it was virtually a wish. It, yeah, was, it was rubbing a lamp and saying, I wish I, Goober Pile, the owner of the gas station, wish to be much smarter and eloquent. Which, he didn't yeah. say it. But... And so he goes. So then we get the night school, which is just like packed with character actors. I mean, who was the teacher? The, the teacher was an actor named Stanley. Uh, this is you're going to love this. Sandy Kenyon. Not the WABC. I was about to be like, not. It's a movie minute with Sandy Kenyon. Uh, not the WABC Entertainment reporter. If you've ever Sandy been Kenyon. in New York and been in the sub in a in a taxi cab, the back seat, all of a sudden you are Sandy Kenyon's prisoner, and he is going to give you the most confusing minute long movie review where he will <laughs> praise the movie for fifty five seconds and the last five being like, but you know what? didn't have a good ending boo <laughs> hi this is sandy kenyon for, for taxi time i'm gonna talk about the princess diaries too god know? so but he looked familiar what else did this uh, did um, the uh sandy kenyon volume down. one do um i just wrote that he was not the wabc reporter <laughs> i did look him up though he 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 hasn't done any he didn't do anything that was his role like you would say that don knotts was um yeah. Barney Fife. He was he did a lot of guest spots on a lot of things, but he worked 
very continuously. Yeah, worked, I feel like it, I've just probably seen him on a bunch of stuff. Uh, he kept yeah. reminding me of Frank Gorshin, um, but that's not who he is. <laughs> yeah, he um, he is very. I'm gonna look him up really. Yeah, I'm like looking him up. He was in an episode of The Twilight Zone. Hmm. Um, he did. Yeah, I'm looking at the, his 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 career. It's like three episodes of that girl, three episodes of the fugitive. Oh, I probably, yeah, that girl sounds right. Eight okay. episodes of knots landing. Ooh, we like, need to do some eighties primetime soaps. That is for sure. Oh my God, man. Yeah. Those are wild. Um, well, and then also the girl who's like, well, no, there are actually a couple of women in the class. Like the one who has lines, yeah. like has a real Shirley MacLaine vibe. Like she <laughs> looks a lot like Shirley MacLaine in the apartment. That's uh, she does. Her name is Anita Corsot, um, which is a good drag name. Anita <laughs> Corset. There you go. <laughs> she did. She ended up doing 66 episodes of Andrew Griffith's show. Uh, oh. She did. She did return to Mayberry. So she was a regular. It was it was the it was the regulars on the show. Um, so Floyd the Barber was also. Oh, in yeah, there. he's also there. Um, like the, these these people that you've seen a whole bunch more times. Um, Howard was the other guy. Yeah, um, who was like just a well, I mean, I think nowadays we would probably say that he's autistic or like he, uh, he quite like, possibly. Yeah, because he was just very like measured and very like particular. But he, he also did um maybe RFD. Uh Howard Sprague was the character. Uh the actor's name was J- I want to say Jack Dorsey, Jack Dodson. Um mm. he did like almost 40 episodes of Andy Griffith. He did 66 episodes of Mayberry RFD. So, so the, the it's, it's one of those, you know, let's get all of our main characters. It's like the Simpsons where the Simpsons has like a group shot. Yeah. You've got the sea captain and you've yeah. got disco stew and you've got Otto and you've got, you know, principal Skinner and they're all just, they're just the actors that, you know. Yeah. That's a fun thing about the Andy Griffith shows is it's um, like stable of recurring never regular characters that just make it feel like a place. I mean, I think that Mayberry is like the quintessential, like you can trace back like your Pawnee Indianas uh, and, you know, community um, Greendale hot, like Greendale college. Like you can trace all of that back to like Mayberry is kind of like the archetype archetypal. Here's just a town. You know, we have all this colorful characters. I'll keep calling back and they'll take a night, night uh, school class together. And make Goober feel stupid. Yes, they do. Because Goober is Goober has things to say, but he's not very A, he's not eloquent, and B, he doesn't have a lot of confidence. Yeah. Uh, and it, I do like that they point out that it is more of a confidence issue. That's nice that they aren't just like, well, he's just a plum moron. He's an ignoramus, as the uh the <laughs> golf tee game would say. A cracker barrel. They they don't and but no one's down on him about it because they're they're all chiming in about things about how, how what led to America's founding. Um, yeah, that's the and, one thing that so like Andy tells Opie earlier is just like well no like we're not it's not so much about like specific dates or anything it's more about like the the causes of of what happened in America and what it led to and like bigger ideas like right yeah discussion. So it's a it's a great class, honestly. I'd, I I would love to be in this class, but Goober doesn't really have the confidence to say what he wants to say, and I think the rest of the class is kind of disappointed. Yeah, that, that he's not saying much, Aww. and he feels a little cowed by it, and so and so he's uh, immediately like, <laughs> and then like the next scene is Andy giving him a gun. <laughs> <laughs> which like they immediately say it's weird that you'd schedule this hunting trip right at right when we're taking our class because otherwise it's just like is, there, is it like the jeremy music video about to happen <laughs> i didn't Pearl make Jane. that connection i just thought no, oh, I, I didn't either Google until like right now it's like oh yeah the next scene <laughs> it's him getting a gun uh uh, but now he's come up with an excuse to get out of class which is like just going on a long bear hunting trip it's so like I guess three, it's probably like a week three, or something. Three, yeah, three weeks, he said. Yeah. No, three days. Three no, three weeks. Or that was it can't be three weeks. 
That's a long days. time. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah I guess days. three days. Because I, I guess days. the night class is every night, I guess. Which um, is asking a lot. Of what people. else are they doing? Uh, <laughs> they Lloyd's got hair. Yeah, at night. Does the does the town shut down at at, at sundown? Oh I mean, no, I, I don't. I don't want to know that the implications no, of no, Mayberry no, no, being a sundown no. town. I mean, I'm I, as coming from someone who grew up in the South. Uh, I'm really glad that there are options for these people and places to spend time that aren't just the church. Fair enough. They have an option. They can go learn about American history. We're good. There's not a monopoly on their spare time, which I love. It's popular. It's a popular activity. Pop- yeah, it is. Uh, so then when, so like Goober goes away and then Goober comes back. Or no, like Andy goes into um, Floyd the Barbers, right? Where he's like, have you seen Goober? And Floyd's like, well, I saw like someone driving his car with a beard. I don't know who that was. <laughs> but then they start talking about Mil- the the thing that they start talking about class and the, the, something for class and the phrase millions for defense but not one cent for tribute that becomes i i don't know why but the suddenly everyone's talking about it and because that's the thing that they're learning in class and that's from right after the revolutionary war uh france starts attacking american ships yeah and France and and France is like, hey, you give me a bunch of money, and maybe we're not going to rough up your ships no more. And America came back and is like, we will pay millions of dollars to defend against you, but we will not pay one cent for a bribe. So that's what they're talking about. And the Mon- Monroe Doctrine is a big deal. Yeah, Monroe oh, yeah. Doctrines. That's the other big thing. Is that that? Uh... Well, so Andy like goes to the gas station to see if Goober's back. And that's where he discovers. Yeah. He has a beard. beard. Goober's got a beard. (laughs) Only the best early 90s music. That all involves guns. Okay, guy. Hey, also, if it isn't clear, I'm uh, loopy as hell for just. I don't even know. um, Depression. (laughs) I'm trying to keep up. Yeah, we're good. Um, So so what? So this is where. I I wasn't sure what was actually happening because what was actually happening is not what I thought was happening. Like Andy sees Goober with a beard and he's immediately like, oh, like it looks good. Uh, like it looks like you're like, so it makes you look very like intelligent and whatnot. And I, yeah. I thought that Andy was saying that because he knew that Goober was feeling bad about school, but considering that then B and Floyd also say the exact same thing. I'm like, yeah. Oh, I guess everyone actually did sincerely think that he looked smarter with a beard. He looks like a I philosopher. We going, I thought we were going to see a scene of like Andy being like, Hey, just make sure you tell, you tell Goober that he looks really smart with a beard. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. But no, that's not what happened. No, this be- this becomes Dumbo. This becomes a Dumbo feather. This becomes... Yeah. If you have the feather, you have the confidence to fly. Um, I will say, uh, so when when we first see Goober with the beard, he's just got like a natural growth. Well, actually, it might be makeup. I don't know. But it is like actually covering his face. 
And then when he goes to Floyd and then they do the reveal of like the trim he got, I like, ah, like I recoiled a little bit because they gave him chin strap with like a, the mustache. And I was like, OK, guys, come on. And he looked actually very he looked handsome with the fuller beard. But, you he know, what? Rugged. Um, very rugged. Uh, I will say, fun fact. Because uh, Aunt B, when she sees uh, Goober, she's like, oh, you've actually remind me of like a bow that I once had who she says something like it was weird even though his like like his eyes were blue and his hair was gray is she said gray his beard came in red and i want to say ditto <laughs> uh my grand my grandfather also went gray early and never he never grew a beard because his beard was red and then my beard was red um in in high school and college and then as soon as i went gray it all just it just turned gray but did like, your grandfather be... date aunt b i wouldn't put it past him oh brett's grandfather <laughs> i mean yeah i mean they i think they, yeah they lived in north carolina for a little while um, it's possible. i'm gonna go south i don't know there's one but thing yeah. i love about the end of griffith show is that andy dates a lot good andy for him has, he has different girlfriends it's not just Oh, for the duration of this series, I'm going to be going steady with one girl. It's like, no, he has multiple girlfriends. Yeah. Who last a while, too. Like, yeah. there's like uh, relationship arcs, from what I understand. Good for him. Kind of like Dobie um, Gillis. Yeah. Uh, and, and and like Dobie Gillis, Dobie Gillis, you remember that the actor who played Dobie um, was a teacher and then auditioned. So was Goober. Goober was a teacher. Uh, he he got he had a degree in I think biochemistry. Oh my god! And he was a teacher. He he um at, worked worked at a t- teaching college, and he auditioned and he got into this role that defined the rest of his life. George Lindsay played Goober and Goober ish characters until he died. Paid the bills. He was yeah, yeah, good. You know, you become an icon, just roll with it. Uh, hey, do what you love. But this episode gave him a chance to like spread his wings a little bit because then, yeah. then Goober with his new trim beard goes to class and just shows all of them what's what. Seriously, he he brings the chin music in more ways than one. Yeah, he's really good. And he's unfortunately rude about it. Yeah, he just doesn't stop talking and answering every question. I mean, it even does like a dissolve to like eventually he's at the the chalkboard with like the little pointer and like, you know, talking and stuff. And the teachers, the teachers undone his necktie and it's just like, Ugh. I have an early day tomorrow. I got to go. Sandy Canyon. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the things he, that he's saying are not. A, they're not wrong, and B, they are, it, at, at worst, they are personal anecdotes that apply to the situation. Like, yeah. he's talking about the Monroe Doctrine, about not a, you know, a millions for defense, not a penny for tribute. And he say, he's talking about a friend of his, Shorty, who went fishing with a bunch of tough guys, and they gave him the, you know, they razzed him a whole bunch, and he got in their faces, and they backed down. And that's... A really great understanding of the Monroe Doctrine, I guess. Yeah, and it's um, like, you know, if he had just stayed at that level, we're good. Let other people talk. Just chill, conversate. But then he takes over too much. But uh, So he continues to do this around town. And, and as it is said, it is hard to interrupt a man with a beard. No, yeah, exactly. I definitely knew that. That's why I just have a mustache now. Because I wanted people, I wanted to have a nice flow of conversation. Um <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I uh, he even like he confronts. He doesn't confront. It's funny, like he runs into the oh, my God, Helen. Is that her name? What's her yeah, name? Yeah, Helen Crump. When she's leaving the grocery and he's just like, oh, hey, like, oh, God, does he say something like, do you ever notice how you like you see things out of the corner of your eye? She's like, no. Yes. Yes, I do know that. I know everything about that. I got to go this way. But. People start avoiding him because he is full of himself. It's a weird, weird way to put it, but he's 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 got an abundance of confidence now, 
and he is able to speak at length on any topic, which makes me think he had all this inside him and all those well, times where he's being dumb goober at the gas station deep inside. He knows a lot. He has. Well, I mean, that's insight. what he says at um when he gets the trim at Floyd's and Andy comes over and Andy interrupts him and Floyd's like, no, 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 let him keep talking. You don't want to miss a, a gym. And that's when he says, it seems like the me that is really me that was being held back by the eye that I am is coming out all over my face. <laughs> I do want to point out. So like for the first like five to seven minutes, I was like, oh, okay, well, this is a, this is Andy Griffith show without Don Knotts. We're getting some gentle com. We're getting some, gentle interactions we're not getting hard jokes it's just going to be sweet and i was very glad when all this started to happen because i was like oh thank god there's actual like writing happening here there's jokes happening here i think yeah i think that that andy griffith show all too often went into let's teach a lesson and have like an actual down home honest to god dialogue with things where it wasn't just the like bang 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 joke 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 like it like some other shows would would be at the at the same time in the 60s. sometimes you get a donkey that eats a goat that eats dynamite sometimes you get a great like that's that's sweeps week baby that is yeah. golden <laughs> that was so good um <laughs> but yeah now we have the goober going around town just like uh, making sure everyone he goes to visit Andy sees him coming at the sheriff's office and like pretends to sleep, puts a newspaper over his face, feet up on the desk, arms across the chest and just like, okay, just let, let me pretend to be asleep. So Goober busts in and starts talking up a streak, just blah, 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 realizes that Andy's asleep, thinks he's faking it, drops a book, doesn't wake up Andy. No face. Pretends to leave, closes the door. Andy drops the the newspaper. He bolts up so fast, but hey, Goober ain't left. Goober's at the door. You Goober. He's he so caught. smart. He's so he's smart, smart now. He just he yet yeah, now he's crafty. Now he's conniving. I also realize so like he also is still walking around with his smart beard, but he's still wearing the jughead cap. Yeah. The like what whoopee whoopee caps? I don't know if if that's the name. What I the way really I understood cool? it was, you would take uh, a hat with a wide bit, like a fedora, yeah, um, and then you'd flip it inside out, and then you you'd fray the edges, and that's what Jughead wears, and that's what Goober wears. Is that it's it was a yeah. it was a style at the time it was more of a rustic style, where you wouldn't. I, I don't know if you distress it on purpose, but. That's the way it was. It was a hat turned inside out, um, like a felt hat, like I'm a fedora. Say, the generation, the generation that did that, grew up to like rag on kids that wore big pants. Oh yeah, and I'm like, you guys took a fedora inside, like that is ridiculous. <laughs> it's just, what are you doing? Why is it like, I look at, you know, if you look at a magazine from like the 1930s, the 1920s, and you see what college fashions were like, it was straw boater hats and fur jackets. For well, or, yeah. Or, you know, tucking your pants into your socks. It's like weird, you know, that was the thing. And good stuff. Styles change. Just think, I keep thinking of um, It's a Wonderful Life, the the outfit that he wears after he falls in the pool and he's walking her back home. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Go see that movie, folks. It's a great film. Yeah, it's a good, yeah, It's a Wonderful Life. Check it out. Um, so this is, is this when like Andy confronts Floyd and is like, you gotta say something. You're he's his your best friend. friend. You shave and, his goddamn face right the fuck now. Are you going to you that did jail? this to him. You're the one that trimmed that beard. I'm shutting the plumbing down and giving you a bucket and keeping you there for three weeks. How you fucking (laughs) like that? This is if uh, Andy. Oh no! If Andy was a Walter White, Andy Griffith is the one who knocks. (laughs) (laughs) Which is never Uh, the case. Although this is like the maddest I've seen Andy Griffith, Andy Taylor. He's he's really ticked because he he he's kind of lost his friend. Goober's Mm -hmm. a friend. They they travel together. Goober's allowed in his house. 
we see it earlier in the episode. They they're about to go to Wait, class. Does he not together. allow other people in his house? I don't know. It's well, like vampires. Like a... Floyd, you cannot enter. <laughs> oh, Andy. <laughs> Boy, uh, the love... night haircuts. I love that's Floyd. why I go to night school. <laughs> um, uh, what was I gonna say? You no, know, he. Andy's open with everybody. Andy's involved with everybody. Andy's in everybody's business. Uh, Mayberry itself is, it's a small town, but it's, it's in, I've seen like all the exterior shots. It's actually pretty big. It's mm. shot on the back lot. Um, at Desilu. Yeah, it uh, seems nice. Yeah. I just remember like the, the courthouse is gigantic. So a gigantic courthouse. This is from the, the loaded goat episode. Oh, if yeah. the courthouse is big, I can't imagine it being in a very like super small town. Like I've been to small towns, like really small towns in like Illinois and, and Western New York. And is it like how uh, on Buffy Sunnydale has like an airport, a dock, a like it's just yeah, it has exactly. it is big enough to necessitate moving and living in the dorm at Sunnydale High, even right. if you live in Sunnydale kind of. Yeah. Um. So but then uh, when, when Goober finally like walks in, Floyd doesn't. Nope. Doesn't. Because he is he is too taken by the beard. It is now a holy symbol. Yeah, <laughs> which I yeah, I mean, like I, I, a good beard, a good beard's hard to find. I mean, I am lucky that I can grow a mustache and have like, you know, um, which is I've now had for 11 years, which is crazy. Rub it in. Rub yeah. it in that you can grow mm. facial hair because I I can't. It's a joke. Ben, I used to have crazy side. Well, you probably you knew me when I had yeah. like crazy sideburns like mutton chops yeah yeah and now i've these are the shortest they've ever been because of drag it's the only concession do you I've have really side, made. do you have sideburns now because i no. i used to i used to go straight across and now i definitely have sideburns but no because i used to like i used to go i mean in, in senior of high school i did an l shape like all the way down and then like towards my mouth like like oh. that i did that for a long time and then college in early new york was just big like uh, the shape of Alabama, probably <laughs> to like <laughs> bottom of my earlobe is where I used to cut them off. And then I would cut them at the bottom of um whatever that thing is called. The like little uh round ended sticky outy thing. <laughs> what is that? Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to <laughs> Floyd the Barber tribute, where we talk about actual haircuts. We're shaving, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and now they're all the way at the top of my ear. But anyway, um, yeah, Floyd ain't cutting it. And then Andy flies off the handle. Um, yeah. He says a beard won't make you confident. I mean, he's mad. So this is where, like... He goes off. Yeah, he goes off. And what... <laughs> I was actually surprised is that like what the next scene is back at night school and Goober shows up without a beard and he still talks a little, right? Like he's, he still talks a little. He, he, he says a short sentence about the industrial revolution that is concise, accurate on point appropriate for the, for the topic. And that's it. I was expecting like, I, if there was going to be a lesson to learn, I thought, Andy was going to like lose his shit on Goober. And then like he was eventually going to have to apologize to Goober for being so mean. But but the the message of this episode is like, if your friend is acting like a jerk, just lose, just yell at him full throat and then they'll shape right up. Goober says (laughs) something like that. that, Goober says something that that does resonate with me. He says, when a friend talks with you, talks to you, you don't listen with your ears. You listen with your heart. <laughs> and I think that's what about when your friend yells at you? Then you listen with your ears and your your fear glands. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're yeah. afraid. So I was like, oh wow. Time. But yeah, so Andy goes off and and then there's and we go to a commercial break because I watched it on Paramount Plus. Oh, and you don't have break. a oh see, I got I pay. Oh, you pay? I pay? I pay that dollar for um the no commercial Paramount Plus. Oh well, we we get it. Th- I want to say we get it through Walmart, a, wa- a 
our Walmart sure. subscription and we get our Walmart subscription three free through American express. So we get the, we're somewhere in the, in the, in the weird weeds. Um, but we get a close. There is a, a stinger. There's a close at the end. Um, yeah. And Opie tries to start up a conversation with Pa about the Articles of Confederation. Well, uh, what were the Articles of yeah, Confederation? Like... Um, and Andy eventually is like, you know, get back to studying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's essentially, he's like, stop. <laughs> keep, stop, keep studying. stop asking me questions. Hey, Ron stop Howard. asking me questions. Hey, go direct <laughs> Apollo 13. Yeah, it's hey, hey, hey. a real nice uh, solo a Star Wars story you got there, huh? Be yeah, funny yeah. if something happened to it. Yeah, how about you go? Uh, you hang out in the uh, Star Wars land. Yeah, Harrison Ford's. Wow, with the American uh, graffitis. With your uh, oh, I was gonna say Ford versus Ferrari, but that was James Mangold. James Mangold did Ford first. I think. I don't know. You know what? I don't know. Um, we just have to say that we respect Ron Howard for everything he's done since 19, since his first acting role. And I want to say 1956, geez. maybe 1954. What is also wild is knowing that this is season seven and Opie still feels like he is eight years old. <laughs> like and I like he, how young was he in season one because he is still a child. All right, so he was two years old in 1956 with Frontier Woman, where he played a two-year-old kid. So 1954, uh, he had been acting since 1959. Like I'm not going to count the Frontier Woman. Wait, so he was been- he 14 in this episode? Yeah, 66. He does yeah. not look 14. He looks like he is 10 at the most. So, okay. yeah. So, and then he goes off and does Happy Days, um, which is American also- Graffiti and then Happy Days. Yeah, right. Because wasn't Happy Days in response to American yeah. Graffiti? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Happy Days itself was a spin. Oh, and of- Love American Style. Yeah. You know. Um, <laughs> um, and Solo A Star Wars Story is really good. I like that movie. It's fun. I have, okay, I will say that I have not found a Star Wars movie that I don't like. I like Rise of Skywalker. I like Last Jedi. I mean, Jedi. I'm not going to watch like... it again. No, Last Jedi is actually a perfect fucking movie. Um, Some people hate it. For, I, I, for misogynist reasons. <laughs> I, I mean, I liked it Let's a lot. I I like the prequel trilogy. I like the sequel trilogy. I like all the spinoffs. There's something fun. Enough. It's a fun. It's a fun world. TV gets shaky, but we're having a fine time. Yep. 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 Are you ready for some must have facts? Oh, I want to hear some must have facts about the Andy Griffith show in color in 1966. Ooh, yeah. Well, 27.4. The rating was 27.4, which translates to roughly about that many million people watched it this season. Ooh. I couldn't find like weekly. For some reason, the Nielsen's at this time were only relaying things in two week chunks in the newspapers, which is like, well, that doesn't help my uh, it doesn't help any at all. Doesn't help me at all. And also, I was actually found. So the um, it was number three for the season, and basically, like the same TV shows were hits for like multiple seasons. And like found a number of articles that were just like, yeah, the hits are Jackie Gleason, Lucy Show, Andy Griffith, Red Skelton, and Bonanza. What do you want? Why are we doing <laughs> this? <laughs> which might be why it was only every two weeks. They were like, it's the same shows. You know what they are. Um, <laughs> Uh, the CBS Monday night lineup was Gilligan's Island run buddy run. Don't know what that is. Didn't look it up. Uh, Lucy show, Andy Griffith show, family affair to tell the truth. And I've got a secret. That was, that was it all in one channel in one night. Yeah. Cause Gilligan's Island came on at seven 30, six 30 central for some reason. I don't know. Oh. When that uh, territory got ceded to local stations for syndication, but Gilligan's Island was up in there. Oh, or, you know, your um, syndication Jeopardy Entertainment tonight. That's the that's the sweet spot now for that. But back then it was Gilligan's Island Um, Family Affair. uh, Still not a funny show. Still don't know if it was intended to be funny. Um, But I do know that if you are a baby boomer, you 
love it. What show? Family Affair. Oh, God. Our podcast nemesis. I mm, I just saw a picture of the whole cast on the cover of uh, like TV Guide or something, and it made me mad. Oh, is it like one of those magazines when you're checking out at Target and it's just like, here is just a bunch of magazines that's just like, it's the 55th anniversary of this show. No, or this no, person died, so we no, watched it's this even, No, it's even, it's even worse than that. It's like, the more that you and I talk about this kind of stuff, all of the different devices in my house say, oh, he must like sitcoms. So all Facebook loads up for me is, you know, all these probably Russian spam sites that are like, hey, don't do you remember Family Affair? Here's a cover of Family Affair. Yeah. Or, you know, it's and I get so much of that. And I don't mind it. Um, Because I do learn stuff about it. There is a whole industry for aging boomers. Yeah. Because there's a there are a lot of like physical magazines that are just like, you know, interview with Barbara. I mean, I'm interested in this stuff, so like I can't rag on it. But it is wild (laughs) that there is actually like a whole like aging economy of, you know, still like making stuff, which makes sense because they were a huge generation. Yeah, and and they there are people who make their living off shows they did back then. Doing and can I please make a living off of just writing about the shows? Uh, please, whatever. You will never make as much money as Butch Patrick. No, no, not even. Uh... Okay. Um... No, I I did just look up Run Buddy Run. Oh yeah. Uh, a goofy guy. Uh, overhears something from the mob and the mob wants to kill him. So he runs from town to town, uh, dodging assassins. It's kind of like a comedy fugitive. Oh God. And it's okay, cool. (laughs) How many seasons? Uh, it won. It only lasted 13 episodes. Cool. Good for it. You know? (laughs) Yeah. So we should do it though. (laughs) This was the lead into Andy Griffith. Run, buddy, run. I don't even know. I if feel it's like it should have probably followed and really got that. Yeah, I mean, it was Gil Gonzalez and then run, buddy, run. And then Lucy show and then Andy Griffith and then family. If that's a lot. That's mm-hmm. a night. Uh, yeah. um, what are you watching tonight, though? Uh, it is December uh, 19th, 1966. Uh, Christmas is like end of the week. It's Christmas. Yeah, it is uh, tonight on ABC is Felony Squad. Stone has a running gun battle with a pair of bad check passers. <laughs> Honestly feels like overkill. I mean, like, if people are just passing bad checks, you're like, well, I'm gonna blow you away. You're wow. Rosa Sanchez. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> I'm her man. husband. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> I feel like there are felons on both sides of this equation. The Felony Squad are felons. It's escalating things. Maybe maybe that's the name of the show is that they are just criminals who are also cops. Yeah. <laughs> Much like real life. Yeah. Um. On CBS, we got Andy Griffith. Gooper grows a beard and bores people by talking about himself, which is not accurate. Not accurate. Um. Other descriptions that's on other newspapers actually say by philosophizing, which is more accurate. And then on NBC, we got the Perry Como Christmas special. Perry's traditional Yule show features guests. Anna Mafo and the Metropolitan Opera Soprano and Ventriloquist Senior Winces. Oh, we are watching Perry Como. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's oh, Christmas. We're watching so I'm Perry watching. Como. And I'm probably mad at Andy Griffith for not doing a Christmas episode yet again. When they did their season one Christmas episode, well, maybe because that's a perfect episode. And now, why is the Felony do Squad doing a Christmas episode? because <laughs> they're 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 shooting at people passing bad checks you know who the number one bad check passer is Santa claus how's he it's get all them toys elves don't make them he takes them from department stores writing bad checks we got to go to run buddy run and kill him in another town yeah you, we, you, he you know who us. buddy is buddy santa running from town to town the felony spot's got to get him <laughs> oh you are God. not santa claus boom 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 boom, boom. My husband boom 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 and then Perry Como wanders into the scene just and Villania oh, yeah oh my god but um, yeah you have Senator Wenzel's come on that's great is that a person no it's a it's a ham puppet wait really wait yeah. hold on the puppet is Senor Winces yeah he's also a met- metropolitan opera soprano I, 
I want to say that he's that they probably forgot a comma or added a comma <laughs> by accident. <laughs> like oh, um, with guests Anna Moffa, Metropolitan Opera Soprano, and ventriloquist. <laughs> yes, he he was really famous on the Ed Sullivan show. Okay, is that right? Is that right? Oh, that okay. I know that. I want to say that's Senor Wenceslas, and yes, yes, that is correct. So, yeah. Um. On IMDb, 185 uh, Andy Griffith uh, fans rated this episode a 6.5 out of 10. Higher, lower. I would accurate. go. I, I would say 7.2. I'd say it's pretty accurate. I'm wondering if the other episodes were like even better. Well, this... we know I've done I've done at least two other episodes and I did like both of the other ones more because um, the other one that I did with L. Collins was about them. Like it's like Barney and Andy going on a double date with just two like crazy dames and they were like legitimately great and I loved them and I can't remember anything else. So, yeah, I do <laughs> think this episode is worse than those two, but I am so glad that it wasn't just like a sweet tail that it actually had some teeth and some like jokes to it it's not an exploding goat no nothing is um, exploding goat may be one of the best episodes we've done on this show it was a goat that ate dynamite and everyone was like, <laughs> afraid it was going to explode and like lead out lead it out of town wait does did the goat die at the end of it didn't the goat blow up the goat blew up i think oh my god See, my mind is is swiss cheese i don't recall yeah. Nah, obviously I'm not in my right mind. Um, must-see performance of the episode. Goober's beard. Floyd. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm I'm giving it to him. He he could not move his left arm. He he couldn't stand. He had problems walking. And you know what? He was in like half the scenes. Yeah. So he was working hard. James Mc uh James McNair. What's his name? Yeah. Howard McNair. Yeah, he did good. And I thought, you know, I, thought, I loved uh I love Cooper. I mean, I'll 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 say it. Cooper with the beer can get it. I just you know, I'm just being honest here. Yeah. Uh Cooper with the fuller beard can get yeah, it. Yeah, he he went from hayseed to 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 haystack. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. He's um, he's <laughs> Must yeah, other think... people see this episode of television yeah because it's going to make you feel good it's going to make you feel good that deep inside every one of us if they're just allowed to let be let out they oh can shine and be contributing members of a class but it's a good lesson not to overdo it because not everybody necessarily wants to hear everything you have to say Wow. Check it us out on like, YouTube. Check us out on Apple Podcasts. It feels like this is a Spotify. metaphor for my life, honestly. <laughs> Did this episode come to me at the right time? <laughs> uh, just someone believe in me. Um, we're fine. Uh, yeah, so thanks, everybody, for uh, hanging out and um, keeping it sleazy. Uh, um. <laughs> No, I, I need to be uh I need to be professional. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, Ethan, where can people find you on the internet if they want to talk about beard links? You can check me out on Ethan K55 on Instagram.com. Instagram.com. No, just Instagram. Slash. Or um or Blue Sky. I post little things there. Uh just look up Ethan K. You might find me. The search function there is terrible. But uh I'm on there. How about I you? too. I am also on Blue Sky, just at my name, at Brett White. And you can uh, follow me on Instagram at, at Brett White. You can also follow my drag persona, Barb Hardly, on Instagram. And you can also follow Barb on YouTube, where I'm trying to do more stuff. Most recently, uh, Barb got into a little bit of a fight with a pair of very cheap sequin gloves that I bought that she bought on Amazon that arrived and were basically like Brillo pads. Awful. They were horrible. They looked That's great. Bad. They look great. I was very beautiful, but taking them off was a nightmare and putting them on was a nightmare and wearing them was a nightmare. They, <laughs> I threw them away immediately, uh, but oh. they look good in photos. Oh, <sighs> you actually threw them out. Oh yeah. No, I was like, I can't wear these. Also because they were just shedding. And you can actually see in the video sequins 
flying off. Of, <laughs> oh yeah, it was wild. It was horrible. Uh, <laughs> there were 20 bucks. Well, it's not well spent. And that does it for this episode of Must Have Seen TV. Thank you, Ethan, for talking about the Andy Griffith Show. Please, everybody, follow us on all those places that we mentioned. Talk to us on anywhere. You can email us, must have seen TV at Gmail. You can leave comments on all the YouTube videos uh which i which we're getting up and i'm gonna be snazzing up with with i want to also try, i need to experiment with putting clips up like oh. two minute chunks of episodes that people can watch instead of like the whole hour you know you can i need to do that so so I, keep I, an eye out i feel i feel a little like ashamed that some of our videos on youtube don't get a lot of hits but your uh postings of george and leo episodes get thousands well that's because i am the only source of george and leo content because <laughs> i bought a four-year consideration vhs tape and digitized it years ago and then my vcr ate it and i had to throw the vhs away luckily i had digitized it but i still have the um case somewhere um it's a good show you can hide stuff in that case like lego figures oh oh yeah or an Apple TV. Uh, and yeah, uh, thank you everybody. Thanks to ACAST for hosting the podcast. See you. Come tune in next week uh, watching the most popular show of the 70s, which is most popular sitcom, which is going to be either MASH or All in the Family. I would bet. No losers among those, though. Uh, no, I mean, I would rather it be Mary or Bob, but neither here nor there maybe it'll be carol who knows um thank you maybe everybody all in imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with bowl and branches organic cotton sheets in a recent customer survey 96 percent replied that bowl and branch sheets get softer with every wash start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come try their sheets with a 30 night guarantee plus get 15 percent off your first order at bowlandbranch.com code buttery exclusions apply see site for details when you make decisions for your company you look for the no-brainers if you have a lot of mailing to do stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89 percent off usps and ups make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with stamps.com use code program for a special offer That's stamps.com, code program.